Hello world, it's Charmaine Campbell and I'm back. Welcome to season two of Your Life Has Possibilities. This podcast is about your potential, purpose, and your spiritual walk. You should listen if you like straight talk, guidance, and a laugh here and there. Feel free to listen on your way to work, church, while you're at the gym, and or cleaning up. I'm so, 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 so excited that I'm back. I finished season one um, in 2019, which was a pilot. So I was gaining feedback from PRX officials and um, I've been attending workshops and reading about podcasts and videos and becoming a little bit more knowledgeable about the world of podcasts because I didn't want to just do something without having a good product and something that couldn't be sustained over time. And so that's a tidbit. Don't do anything that cannot be sustained over time. You don't want to be a one and done type of person. And I don't believe in quitting and I don't believe things happens by circumstance, um, happenstance. I mean, God gives us, um, a vision and he provides us with the resources and it's not a, ever a perfect time to put it out. It's just the time um, to put it out when you have more knowledge, I should say. And to gain that knowledge, you have to do um, workshops, conferences, mentors, watch videos, read books, that, as I said, um, so that you can become better. And I believe in becoming greater and better um, so that my listeners can have good content, something that they can grow and build upon. I'm so excited to say that I finished um, I pilot with 908 listeners and it's still growing. So individuals are still listening to season one of the podcast. And um, it wasn't just here in Columbus, Ohio. There's around the world. So I have listeners in Canada, France, Norway, United Kingdom, and South Africa. I don't know those individuals, but hello to you and welcome to Your Life Has Possibilities. Um, I am so, so grateful and I know I would not have been able to do it with God. So now it's time for season two. Are you ready? Are you ready? Well, today's topic is hot sauce and chicken. And I know you're probably wondering why in the world does she name her very first podcast of season two hot sauce and chicken or chicken and hot sauce? Because I like it. Who doesn't like a nice piece of fried crispy chicken fresh from the grease as it just sits for a minute to get the extra oil off and some hot sauce and a piece of bread? Who doesn't like that? I'll wait. I love me some fried chicken and hot sauce. Preferably the white meat. I like breast and chicken wing. Um, I don't really care for legs and thighs. If I have to eat it, I'll eat it. Um, But I really prefer the white meat. Some people say they like the dark meat because it's more juicier. Um, We can go on and on about that. I can actually do a podcast about different types of chicken. But fried chicken is my happy place. And so I want to be in a happy place with my very first podcast and all my podcasts. But there has been so much controversy around chicken and chicken sandwiches and chicken places that sell chicken sandwiches that various franchises have been going head to head. Um, I know that eating too much chicken would cause high cholesterol, which would lead to heart problems. So I'm not promoting for everyone to just go out and just start indulging in um, being gluttonous with fried chicken. I know it's something I have to watch when I went to see my nutritionist. She said, well, um, you want to lose weight, but what is something that is your um, weakness? And I said, well, 
oatmeal cream pies, but I can really do without those, but fried chicken. It's like I can eat a salad, but I want some fried chicken. I can eat some spaghetti, but I want some fried chicken. So we know too much of a too much of a good thing can be bad for us, so we have to be very careful. But enough of that. Uh, back to this chicken sandwich controversy. I mean, it's blowing my mind how people have been going crazy about this Popeye's chicken sandwich versus Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. And you know, people that eat Chick-fil-A, like we are diehard Chick-fil-A fans. You know what I mean? Like people have their favorite Chick-fil-A order and they order it every time. Sometimes you'll go outside the box. Like I always get the grilled nuggets with the Chick-fil-A sauce and my waffle fries or I get the hot and spicy Chick-fil-A sandwich with um, the Chick-fil-A sauce so I can dip it in there. And I love their lemonade. Uh, but when I'm feeling a little bit outside the box, I do get their um, Santa Fe chicken sandwich. I, I mean, chicken salad. I love the Santa Fe chicken sandwich. So, but anywho, I wanted to get in on this. I'm like, let me taste this Popeye's chicken sandwich. Because I, I used to love Popeye's, but I got away from it. Um, I don't know about the Popeye's locations in your various cities, but it wavers on which side of town you buy your Popeye's on. And I'm not trying to be traveling all the way out east to get me some chicken. You know, I'd rather just go to Whole Foods and eat something that's more healthier for me or just fry the chicken at home. Um, but my daughter was like, Mom, I want to taste the chicken sandwich. I want to taste the chicken sandwich. So I said, okay, let's go. The line was wrapped around <laughs> the building, wrapped around Popeye's on 161 and Cleveland Avenue here in Columbus. And I said, you know what, Chelsea, we're not going to be able to, to go today. And she was so disappointed. So I'm like, let me look up some Twitter polls or some information, some data about the chicken sandwiches. What's up with this? So Popeye's and uh, Chick-fil-A U.S. Today did a Twitter poll back in August and they did they did votes cast votes from 5,062 people casted their votes and um, 54% of those individuals said they prefer Chick-fil-A and 46% of the people said they prefer Popeye's um, chicken sandwich and so that's pretty close to me 54% versus 46% yeah Popeye's I mean Chick-fil-A won but it's still pretty close. And so I said, well, let me see something else. So Business Insider also completed a poll. Um, and they said that Chick-fil-A overwhelmingly won the title of best chicken sandwich with the number of people who said um, it had the best of being 94% of those who recently visit the restaurant, which is now adjusted for its popularity. Pop- Popeye's came in second with 38% of recent Popeye's visitors saying its sandwich was superior. So I guess it depends on who was doing the reporting. I tasted both sandwiches and I think they're both good, but I think that Popeye's, the crispiness is what really gets people in that sauce they have on the sandwich. Um, Chick-fil-A sandwich is really good. It's, it's fresh as well, but it's not as crunchy. It's almost like they have a roasted chicken sandwich, but a con for me, um, were the buns on both sandwiches. Like, I don't like my meat to stick to my bread like that because it makes me feel like it's been sitting all day and I don't want something that's not fresh. Anyone else don't like the sogginess taste of the bun on their chicken sandwich? Anybody else feel me on that? Well, I began this podcast about the chicken sandwich wars because that's 
what's been popular for now. And I want to go back because Chelsea and I, my daughter and I did go back to Popeye's. And I was like, well, I guess we'll never get it if we don't wait in line. And um, we waited in this long line at Popeye's. We got up to the window to get the chicken sandwich. Guess what? It was sold out. I'm like, what? How are you a chicken place and you don't have any chicken? That's like going to McDonald's and they say they don't have any hamburgers. That was crazy to me. So I said, you know what? Today, I guess this is our second time trying to get this chicken sandwich. And so we went back a third time to get this chicken sandwich. Waited in another long line. Get to the window. Guess what? They're not taking debit cards or credit cards. I said, I don't think it's, I don't think it's for us to have this chicken sandwich. So we're not getting it. So I allowed some weeks to pass. And then we were trying to figure out what we would have for dinner. And she said, Mom, Mom, please let us try that Popeye's chicken sandwich. So lo and behold, we finally got it. And that's how I was able to compare um, the two sandwiches. Um, so, but anywho, you know, we can run to things that are so popular. We can feed our minds into things, um, that everyone is doing that we deem is just so important. And because everyone is doing it, we want to do it. But do we give that much attention to our goals, um, figuring out our purpose and our potential in our lives, trying to reach our destiny? And, I, I don't I'm guilty of that as well. Like I can be laser focused on something and what but when I feel like I've achieved um, a certain status in that area, oftentimes I don't go back to visit it and that's something I want to uh, work on. Sometimes you don't have to go visit a certain area, but sometimes you want to make it a little bit better um, and you want to become a little bit more knowledgeable in certain aspects of your life. So I want to ask you a couple of questions that come from episode, I mean, season one, and it comes from episodes two, three, and nine. Do you have your mission and vision statement for your life? Have you revisited that? This is something you must constantly revisit because as you mature and grow and have different life experiences and interact with different individuals and become a little bit more knowledgeable and you grow spiritually, your mission and vision, it changes. It might not change a great deal. And for some people, it might just totally be erased and you start fresh. Um, but it's something you want to revisit for 2020 because if you wrote your vision and mission in 2019 when I first started my podcast, it's something you definitely need to look at and revamp and refresh. Do you have a journal to capture your thoughts? You always want to have somewhere a notepad um, to write down things that are dropped into your spirit that comes to your mind for later remembrance um, because there may be something that an idea for a business, an idea for a book, an idea for you to do on your job, a new project, something you can do at your home, something to do with your family, something that you need to pray about, something you need to grow spiritually. It could be a Bible verse or a song that drops into your spirit and you always want to write it down for later reference. I can't tell you how much it drives me nuts when I'm like, oh, that was such a good thought. That was such a good idea. What was it? What was it? And it doesn't come back to me. So what I've done, I have a journal um, that I keep at in my church back. So when I'm during my church services, um, if something drops into my spirit, I write down notes or if I'm at work, I have a journal there in my work bag. I write down notes, but I also have um, the notes app on my 
on my iPhone. Everyone knows that I am an Apple person. I'm an Apple advocate. <laughs> for those of you who use Androids, I'm sorry for you, but everything I use is Apple. So they have a, um, an app that comes with their phone notes. And uh, I'm able to email those notes to myself. I'm able to share those notes with someone else. You can use your Apple Pencil and also write notes on your um, iPad if you have one and share it between your phone, your iPad, and your MacBook. So I love the Notes app. So when something comes to my mind and I don't have my notebooks with me, I always write it down in my um, in my Notes app. And so season two was actually completed last spring and I was ready to upload it in August, but uh it wasn't time for it yet. It, it wasn't time for it. And I was waiting to hear from um, the Lord for the for the correct time to do it. Um, and there won't be any more gaps like that in between seasons. This is going to be a consistent, steady podcast. So uh, thank you for bearing with me on my, my journey as I'm doing the podcast. So again, make sure you have a journal to capture your thoughts. And do you have a jar of blessings? Um, if you go back to episode three, you will hear me talk about the jar of blessings. I have a jar at my job where I just write down how individuals from the community, families, parents, students have blessed the school. I don't ever want to forget what God has done for me, what he's doing in my life and how he's allowed me to bless others and how he's been um, blessing me. And um, I don't ever want to get beyond myself and not remain humble enough to just stop and say, thank you, Lord. Thank you for what you're doing in my life right now. And um, I don't ever want to forget the different blessings, you know, because sometimes we can be blessed so much that we forget, you know, it's almost becomes like, oh, I deserve that blessing or um, I just know blessings are coming to me. And although we know blessings are coming to us, we always want to have a grateful, humble spirit um, towards the Lord because he doesn't have to give us the things that he gives us, but because he loves us, he gives them to us. And also with our blessings, we don't ever want to take advantage of the small blessings like being able to walk, talk, hear, see, taste, smell, having our five senses. You know, you see people in the world who can't see, who can't walk, who are people who are um, deficient in their thoughts, you know, deficient in um, the way they can handle life. You know, people are so suicidal and, and depressed. You don't want it, want your life to be like that, you know. So every morning I wake up and I just say, thank you, Jesus, that I'm in my right mind. Thank you, Jesus, that I can discern when things aren't good for me and I can move on. And, and, and thank you, Jesus, for me to know when things aren't um, for this season. You know, those types of things and, and, and those you write down. Um, I put it on a post-it note, just fold it up and I put it in a jar. You can recycle a jar. You can go out and get you a fancy mason jar, whatever tickles your fancy, get you a jar. Um, or if you want a box of blessings, whatever you want to call it, just have something where you can write down and remember what God has done for you and a strong prayer life. Um, you want to remember that to, to pray and have conversations with God because he wants to talk to you and he wants you to talk to him. And I will say, start off with your morning prayer, afternoon prayer, and evening prayer, and then add prayer in between that. Um, always keep a prayer on your mind um, as you walk through work or as you're doing your work. 
always stop and just say thank you and just say a quick prayer. It's not long, long, drawn out prayer. You don't need long words. You don't need to quote Bible verses. <laughs> just talk with Jesus. Just a little talk with Jesus can ease your mind. Just a little talk with Jesus can ease your spirit. Just a little talk with Jesus can drive negativity out because that's what the enemy wants. He wants to dance and prance on your mind. He wants to dance and prance in your heart. He wants to dance and prance in your spirit. He wants to draw everything out of you that is positive so that your mind can just dwell on negativity. Because remember, your mind is a battlefield. You are constantly worn between positive and negative thoughts. And if you constantly dwell on those negative thoughts, the enemy will come and just destroy you because you will become so angry and so festered in your body with just negativity that everything that you think and do will become negative. And so you have to always keep your mind and spirit in constant prayer and cry out to God. Let him know that you are here and available and willing to receive from him and also have a strong circle of influence. Keep the squares out of your circle. I can't say that enough. Um, sometimes people are afraid to um, have new friends or be alone for a season. You know, sometimes God will pull you away from negativity and drama and frustration and stress and just um, gossiping individuals or people who are pulling you down or pulling things out of you that you need to leave alone <laughs> in your life. And so you need a strong circle of influence, people who are going to be forward thinking and push you towards your destiny. Those people you can have great conversations with to talk about your goals and, and help you develop your plan and your purpose for life. And no, I'm not just saying have boring conversations like, oh, this is what I'm going to do. This is my plan. No, but people you can go out and hang out with that has a positive influence on you. People who can tell you about good workshops or good webinars or good seminars or a good book to read or um, a good uh, a movie to watch or people who can pray with you and talk to you when you're down and out. People who can um, stand in a gap for you and intercede on you know, intercede for you on your behalf. Those are the type of people that you want to have. That's a strong circle of influence. People who can network on your behalf and find funding and resources for you. And if you pray and ask God to help you trust and believe, he will set you in a circle of influence. Um, I like to watch YouTube. Sometimes I have to be very careful because you can watch one video and it'll just spiral out of control where you're just going into one video into the next into the next. But um, if you don't know by now, I am Kojic Church of God in Christ. And um, I like to watch a lot of the old school videos of uh, Bishop Mason and a lot of the older um, female evangelists uh, and watch their old school prayers. And when we have our convocations, I like to watch the recording of the convocations. And just recently, I was listening to Bishop Brandon Porter, um, and he made a statement that plans are different from goals. Our plans help us to reach our goals. And so oftentimes we say, oh, I have a goal for the new year. Every year we have goals. But do you write a plan in order to reach those goals? You might have a goal to start a new business, a goal to start a new nonprofit, a goal to volunteer more, a goal to go visit the sick and pray for them, a goal to help the homeless, um, a goal to lose weight. But what are your plans for that? You don't want to just set goals and not have a route to take to reach those plans. Um, and, and if you haven't thought about it yet, 
you should start thinking from this day forward about your goals for 2020. Have you thought about the direction you want to take in your life? Have you thought about your short-term goals and your long-term goals? And so I'll just, you know, you can go back to season one. I talk about short-term and long-term goals in season one in my podcast titled Mission Possible. Um, But anywho, I'll just tell you what I do with my goals. Um, I write down my short-term goals and my long-term goals for the marketplace and just life in general. And then I also write down my short-term goals and my long-term goals for my spiritual life. And I look at how they compare and contrast to each other. And then I write a plan on how I'm going to reach those goals. But before I solidify it, I pray over those goals. And I ask the Lord to speak to me and to show me what goals I have that I need to either take out or uh, I need to focus a little bit more on. And some people say, well, they can't hear from God. Well, there's different ways you can hear from God. You can be watching um, a pastor speaking. You say, you know what? That was for me. And that connects with my goal. Or you can be riding down the street and see a sign and say, wow, really? It's right there in your face. Or you can be listening to a podcast like this. And I may speak something. God will speak through me to say something that matches your goal. So there's various ways you can be reading a, a book. Um, about um, your goals or a book that is just um, something to influence you or encourage you and your goals could be there as well. Um, But before you solidify that, you want to revisit your goals over a period in time and make sure that you're on the right track to reaching um, your goals, especially, you know, let's say, for instance, you want weight loss and you say, okay, for the month of January, I just want to start eating right. I want to drink more water. I want to add more fruits and vegetables into my diet. And then I want to um, start developing a plan to work out so that I can build up my stamina to working out. And then by March, I want to be down 15, 20 pounds. Let's just throw that out there. Um, But you have a plan. Okay, so I'm going to eat fruits and vegetables every day. I'm going to add more fruits and vegetables into my breakfast, my lunch, into my dinner. I'm going to drink at least a gallon of water every day. And I want to work out three days a week. And these are the times I'm going to work out. This is the gym I'm going to work out at. And I have an accountability partner, someone I call and talk to about our eating plan, someone I'm working out with. I'm journaling about my day and how I'm feeling. That's a plan. I'm not saying you have to follow that plan. But that's a plan that you can follow to reach that goal of losing weight. And then you can build on that over time, okay? I've met 15 pounds. Well, maybe I can reach 30 pounds by June or, or and then just increase that depending on how much weight you want to lose. But you want to also believe God for something better and different for, for 2020. You know, although you have your goals, ask God, am I creating goals that's going to make me better for you? That's going to make me different for you. That's going to set me aside from the norm for you because you have to be willing to be different for the Lord. And I'm not saying you're just weird and no one wants to be around (laughs) around you. I'm just saying you have to be willing to hear from him and set yourself aside because you cannot hear from God and be creative in the world of chaos. And you always want to have a plan A, plan B, and plan C. Okay, because guess what? Plans fail. Life happens. That's why pencils have erasers, because we make mistakes. You have to always remember mistakes are made and patience is a virtue. Um, I always lose. I always use uh, weight loss because it's something that 
Um, I always work on and it's something that I know a lot of people struggle with, especially the older you get. It is always so hard to avoid good food. And and it just seems like everything we do in life involves food. You know, you go to church and you have food after some (laughs) some of the programs you go to work and you have all these potlucks. You know, you go to people's house and what do we do? We eat, you know, we talk over food, but it's okay. You know that the food is there. It's just, um, we have to, um, develop, how can I put it? Uh, willpower, not to overeat, not to overindulge in the good things. You know, you have Oreos in the cabinet, you know, don't take that whole row up to your bedroom and just eat a whole row of Oreos. You know, you need two or three Oreos will suffice and move on, (laughs) you know, and it's so hard. I I know myself with a fresh bag of Lay's is difficult for me. So I know that's difficult for me. So on my weight loss journey, I don't want to buy them and put them in the house because I know if I have some Lay's in here, I am definitely going to eat them. What are you hoping for? Are you learning from your mistakes? So remember when you make mistakes, you must learn from your mistakes. Don't just make mistakes and say, oh, it was a mistake. I'm good. And just move on. No. What what was the lesson in that mistake? Don't make the same mistakes over and over again because then that's insanity. And no one wants to be deemed as insane. Are you making every experience a learning experience? Are you making every experience in your life a learning experience? Are you, when you go to a new opportunity and you meet new people, are you um, learning from that? Are you looking at what's taking place in your surroundings? And have you thought about your dreams and how they connect to your goals? Do you have a dream? Do you have a dream? If you have one, have you taken the actions to achieve your dream? Or are you just having it in your head? Um, I have a quote here. I was listening to um, Bishop Brandon Porter again, and he was saying that, Um, Some people dream about their goals while others are awake meeting their goals. I'll say that again. Some people dream about their goals while other people are awake. So are you just dreaming? Find a good story um, because you don't want to just have your dream in your head. You want to take actions to achieve your dream um, and, and move forward with achieving the dream. You want to see it to come to fruition. Um, So here's a story about two grains, um, which will get you to rethink your your life. So there were two grains were laying side by side on the fertile soil. I'll read that first sentence again because it's very important. Two grains were lying side by side on the fertile soil. The first grain said, I want to grow up. I want to put down roots deep into the ground and sprout from the ground. I dream to blossom in delicate buds and proclaim the coming of spring. I want to feel the warm rays of sun and the dew drops on my petals. This grain grew up and became a beautiful flower. The second grain said, I'm afraid if I will put down my roots into the ground, I don't know what will they face. I don't know what they will face there. If I will grow tender stems, then they can be damaged by the wind. And if there will be flowers, they may be disrupted. So I'd rather wait for a safer time. The second grain was waiting while the chicken passed by and pecked it. So you see here, 
The first grain could vision their life. The first grain had a dream they could actually see. And the first grain said, I dream to blossom in delicate buds and proclaim the coming of spring. I want to feel the warm rays of sun and the dew drops on my petal. And guess what? Because the first grain proclaimed that, it grew up and became a beautiful flower. And the second grain just had all these excuses and and dwelled in their sad and lonely place. And it just laid there and the chicken pecked it, ate it all up. So the second, the story is so easy to understand. If you have your dream in your mind, do something with it. The first small step you take will make a great difference. And I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm not saying you won't cry. I'm not saying you won't have haters. I'm not saying you won't be stressed and fresh out. But what I'm saying, if you keep God first and you pray, he will keep you. He will keep your mind in perfect peace. And he will provide you with the resources you need to make that dream come to life. If you just wait for the perfect condition, like, oh, I want to get, I want to be free and clear out of debt. I want to have all of these nice friends. I want my life to be perfect. I want to have my man or my woman and be married and be in this big, beautiful house. No, there's no perfect condition. There's no perfect life. And if you keep worrying about what obstacles you may face, you will end up doing nothing. And your dream will die. Trust me. I've seen so many people that will talk the talk, but won't walk the talk. (laughs) And their dreams die. Stop killing your dream. Believe in yourself. If don't nobody else believe in you, you need to believe in yourself. There's a great song by Donald Lawrence called Encourage Yourself. Listen to that song. Run quick. Download it on Apple uh, Music. Encourage yourself by Donald Lawrence because some people won't encourage you because they can't do it or they can't see you doing it. They're not going to encourage you. They won't speak life into you. And there are some people who will speak life into you. Some people who will, who will love you to life. Some people who will pray with you for your dream. But if you don't believe in yourself and you don't take that first step, you're going to kill your dream. So you must believe in yourself. Take the very first step. Even if it's a tiny little step, remember, you don't always want to run to everything that's popular. Like I did with the Popeye's chicken sandwich. It took me four times to get that sandwich. It may be good, but it may not be good for you. You seen that meme with the little slimy man that's bald headed with the little hairs and said, if you ate the Popeye's chicken sandwich, (laughs) this is what you're going to look like in 20 years. I hope I don't look like that in 20. I'll make sure I don't look like that in 20 years. But always remember this for yourself. You must remember that if it is a possibility that you dreamed it, you can do it. Always remember your life has possibilities and nothing is impossible with God. Another quote I love, it is the possibility of the dream which quickens my spirit to take action. It is the possibility of the dream which quickens my spirit to take action. So 
I hope you have enjoyed the opener for season two. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Your Life Has Possibility or check out my website at www.yourlifehaspossibilities.com. It is under construction. I am updating it. I cannot wait for you all to see the new website and some updates on there. Look out for future events coming um, this winter and this spring. I have a lot of things coming forward with Your Life Has Possibilities um, LLC, my um my business and the nonprofit. So I'm so super excited to hear what God is doing in your life. Um, I want to start ending each podcast with a book that I'm reading and what I'm listening to. A lot of people ask me um, what books I read. And then I have a lot of young people to ask me what music I listen to. I don't know why they ask me that, but um, here it is. So the book that I'm reading now, um, this month, I'm reading Soar by T.D. Jakes. And um, he begins with the Bible verse, Isaiah 40 and 31. They will soar on wings like eagles. Build your vision from the ground up, soar. And I'm listening to Jerry Jeremy Camp. He has a song, Give Me Jesus. I love this song because he says, if I can't have anything else, give me Jesus. Jesus is all I need. And then I love this group, Judah Band. Their album is more than I expected. And if you need something like me, sometimes um, I like a little hip hop music, a little upbeat music, but I like it to still uh, be gospel uh, in 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 uh, in the words. You know, Sean Hemshaw has a song called Church. And um, so those are the three songs I'm listening to. Jeremy Camp, Give Me Jesus, Judah Band, More Than I Expected, Sean Hemshaw. Church, remember to believe in yourself. And if no one else will, you must believe in yourself. Share this podcast with everyone you love. And I do hope that you continue to listen. Subscribe on all nine major platforms. My podcast is available on all nine major platforms. Um, the most easier ones to get to a Spotify, Breaker, Anchor, Anchor.fm, and on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, subscribe. Make sure you um, give uh, some feedback. You can always text me if you know me or give feedback on the platforms. Um, shout me out. If you have any questions about the podcast or anything that I've said, always um, email me or send me questions through the subscription, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to Your Life Has Possibilities. Everyone continue to have a blessed day, have a blessed week, and I'm looking forward to going on this journey with you. Your life has possibilities.